Evan. Ben, how are we doing? I'm uh, good. I'm I'm good. It's good to hear your voice after your one week suspension. You know, it's. It, I assume that you learned from your mistakes, and, and now you're back. Yeah. Um. I my actions were reprehensible. They don't. I don't feel like they they reflect um, my character and how I was raised as as a person. Um. I was I was raised better than that, and so. Um, I, I, I accept the, the suspension. I, I may not agree with it, but I, I, I accept it and I take full responsibility, um, even though it wasn't um, really my fault. Um, but um, yeah, like, like I said, um, I, I, have, I, I feel like I've showed, shown a lot of humility through this whole process and I'm, and I'm ready to, to move on and um, help, this, help this podcast um, you know, grow, to, grow in and be the behemoth that it's um, that it's meant to be. Well, we're glad to have you back. You know, one week with Joe as a special guest, and and Joe was the weekly winner immediately following that podcast. So we don't need more of that. Uh, go, going back to Ben and Evan, the, the normal duo here. Uh, it's good to good to be back. Ben, we I are, will say, I will yeah. say, Evan. Before before we move on, I will say Joe did an admirable job. Um, I, I listened. I listened to about half of last week's episode. Um, I just I could it, it hurt a little bit to uh, mm. you know after a while I was just you know I I, I want to be out there right you know I don't I don't I don't want to be on the sidelines you know right. I want, I, it was it was tough but Joe did Joe did Joe did a good job it was a good um, compliment to roast uh, ratio from Joe um, overall for the league as a whole for me it was maybe a little bit on the um, on the roast side but. Um, <laughs> Again, uh, Joe Joe knew he had his um, sliver of opportunity to uh, air his grievances, and he uh, took advantage of it. So I respect it. I right. would have done the same thing. You got, you got to respect that, yeah. So thanks to Joe. Yeah, again I try. I try to put. Him. I try to put myself in Joe's shoes. Like you know, if you and Joe had a podcast for like five years, and <laughs> and I just like randomly had this like sliver opportunity, I would roast the shit out of Joe the whole time too. So. Right. All right, well, Ben, we are halfway through the fantasy season, the fantasy regular season. Seven. Are games we really? In. Yeah, seven games. Uh, yeah, it, it's gone fast, and I feel like, uh, you know, we've got one team that is good, and I don't know beyond that. It's just a bunch of teams. So. Oh, Evan, that hurts. Have you seen Have you seen my team lately? That hurts a little lately, bit. Lately, yeah, the last few weeks, it's been pretty good. It's been pretty good. It's trending upwards. Um, but we're gonna cover all. Of I wouldn't them. trade. I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade. I wouldn't trade my team for Henry's team. Fair enough. Uh, I guess speaking of Henry, he's he's the first game I've got on the list here. Uh, Henry moves to seven and zero, one hundred and twenty-seven to seventy-one over Tom, who is now four and three. Uh, ben Henry uh, has scored a lot of points this year. He has scored seven hundred and sixty-five points. That is the most that anyone has ever had after seven weeks in this league. Um, so that seems good. It's about one ten a week. Yeah, it's close to one ten a week. Um, even weeks like this where like things go wrong, you know, it's like, oh, Kirk, Kirk Cousins, my normal starting QB is on by. You like plug in Daniel Jones and he like somehow puts up 29 points, which he had not come close to doing at any other time this year. Um, or like Michael Gallup just like doesn't get targeted. Uh, very good. He got two targets. Doesn't make a catch. Uh, doesn't matter. Cortland Sutton, two points. Doesn't matter. Still going to score 127. Almost win the weekly bonus. Um, Henry's rolling right now. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, Jacobs and Barkley have both been really good. Uh, 
Kelsey's been really good as well. Um, that's another. I mean, nine point eight. It's not nine point eight for Kelsey. It's not like a a huge eye opener, but that's uh six out of seven weeks this year. Kelsey's been um at least nine point eight. He's only had one week lower than that. So when nine point eight is your second lowest of the season, that's that's pretty impressive. Um, I had Kelsey last year, and he was not nearly this consistent. Um, last year he was very very. Um, hot and cold last year so um that's a huge part of henry just absolutely nailing his first three picks um that's what's paying dividends for his team right now i'm still i'm not i'm not sold henry's a good roster builder i'm confident that you know the the non barkley jacobs kelsey trio i'm sure he'll shore up the the shore up the uh you know the rest of the roster here but um there might be there might be uh I don't know. There might be some some uh, some some hope for the rest of the league. I don't know if uh, this team is uh, un, un, undefeatable yeah. uh, come playoff time. I'm sort of with you here, Ben. Like I look at the roster, and like obviously having Barkley, Jacobs, and Kelsey is is huge. Like especially when you know Jacobs has been super good the last three weeks. But like sure, so you got that, and that's very good. But other than that, like I'm not scared of like anyone on this team. <laughs> Uh, like Henry's got a bunch of points recently from the Cowboys defense, which is obviously never a thing that you know you can count on continuing really. Like the bench is almost exclusively handcuff running backs, uh, which is a good bench strategy. It's just like none of those well, guys it's, have present value, you know. Well, and it's well, and it's Goliath. I think it's very smart for for Henry to be doing that. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I wasn't gonna. Henry Henry's a smart manager. He figured it out anyway. But like, I was I was waiting for him to just start piling up lottery tickets on his on his bench. Like, there's no there's no point for for Henry to have like a Cole Hardman like on his bench right now. Like that doesn't that doesn't make sense. Yeah, but there's um, definitely weakness here. Like the wide receivers are not looking super strong. Uh, Cortland Sutton started off the year pretty reasonably well, but has been not very good the last couple of weeks. Uh, Michael Gallup seems like he's still uh, kind of being impacted by his injury from last year. And then we've got, like, George Pickens has been pretty good. He's, like, the bright spot here. Um, but Wondell Robinson is just kind of like a waiver guy, a rookie. Um, and then Michael Thomas is still on IR. Or not on IR, but has just been out for a month. So who knows when he's going to be yeah. back. So I, definitely yeah. a little shakier there. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying, like, I want the record to show. I'm not saying Henry's team is bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's just w- when you hear things like most points ever through seven weeks, you you think that the team is gonna be an absolute uh, like generational juggernaut of a team, and I I'm not seeing generational juggernaut here as which is what you would kind of expect from a I mean we don't really have teams go seven and zero you know there's only a handful of teams that have ever done that and for that team to also be the highest point for uh, you know, through seven weeks ever, like, you know, I, I just expect a little, no, I don't expect Kirk Cousins at quarterback on that team, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's just, uh, and if, and if Henry wants this as bulletin board material for his guys, um, all the more power, power to him. I did appreciate Henry trying to flip Daniel Jones in the group meet. Just yeah. zero shame. Just, just absolutely. I, I respect it. Henry, you can tell Henry's a competent manager right now because, um, I would not, I would not have the, the the you know the cojones to go into the group chat and put out feelers for Daniel Jones. Well, I I, um, I sent you a screenshot of uh, of my chat with 
Henry on Sunday night. Uh, Henry texted me. He had apparently looked at my quarterback situation, saw that Justin Herbert is on bye in week eight. And he said, like, hey, do you want to, like, trade for Daniel Jones for week eight? And my response was just like, I'll wait for you to drop him. Uh, and it turns out, you know, maybe he'll uh, maybe he'll keep him around. He's got a plum matchup this week. Uh, he can start over Kirk again. But, but yeah, I don't think you're going to be getting too much uh, trade value out of Daniel Jones. Yeah, it's, it's Daniel Jones. Right. I mean, he was freely available to everyone last week. <laughs> so... And, and, like, most of the yeah, season. It, yeah, he, he had been on waivers for, like, six weeks <laughs> before that. So. Yeah, at the same time, like, I, I respect, like, this would totally, you know, Henry, like, trading uh, Daniel Jones to, like, Quinn for, like, Devin Duvernay or, like, Khalil Herbert. Like, I could have seen it happening. Uh, right. You know, like, he could, he, Henry is good at, um. I don't what's I don't know like the snake oil thing or whatever. I, he he's he he can he can get that every once in a while. Yeah, I respect it. Uh, right. Anyway, um, enough enough with Henry's team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's let's he move is the, on. The biggest story in the league, but yeah, let's uh, let's talk about Tom's team. Then. Yeah, that's fair. That that is true. Um, Henry Henry was not the weekly bonus winner though. Not quite. Yeah. Not quite. Um, uh, so one twenty six, very good, Henry. Very impressive. Um, you feel free to rest on your laurels. You're doing great. Um. Regular season championship is in sight, so um, just chill. Yeah. Um, Tom's team. Uh, Tom's team kind of sucked, so this will save us some time. Yeah. Um, I, I Tom's <laughs> a dedicated Tom, Tom's a dedicated pod listener, so I um, I feel bad doing this to him, but um, just just a just a dog shit week from Tom. Just, yeah. Just this absolute was a tough, dog this shit. This was a tough bye week for Tom. He had Miles Sanders, Devin Singletary, Devontae. Smith. Yeah. Uh, Cam Akers and Eagles defense, well, who he is keeping. Cam Akers only sort of. Yeah, Cam Akers is on by every week now <laughs> until, <laughs> until he is traded, uh, which you know will hopefully happen soon. Um, but yeah, until then he is on by. Um, and then the Eagles are a defense, so you know not going to cry a river there. But you know he's got three actual starting players on by this week. You know he's got five in total. So yeah, it was always going to be rough. You know he's starting Justice Hill who had 26 yards and a fumble for less than one point. He started Dontrell Hilliard, who had four rushing yards. He started Drake London, who we can pour one out for. Uh, nine yards on one catch for Drake. Bro, bro, I, obligatory, I have Drake London in College League, and, like, it's been rough. It's, I mean, it's tough. I, I really, I really wanted Drake London to happen. Yeah, like, well, and and it was looking good through, uh, you know, week two or week three or whatever it was. Yeah, like, week three, I, pretty much, it was looking just fine. Um, God, did it you makes see me though, so Ben? Sad. Uh, so the Falcons lost this game by eighteen points. Uh, they allowed twenty-eight points in the first half, so they were trailing the entire game by large amounts, and they threw fourteen passes. This is Atlanta. Yeah. Man. Yeah, it's uh, they're just like so committed to the run, even when it doesn't really serve them. They just like don't trust Mariota whatsoever. So it's killing Drake London. It's killing Kyle Pitts, who we might talk about later. Like it's just so hard to do. If your team's gonna throw fourteen passes, it's you're, you're just not gonna be a fantasy player. Yeah, so it's very. I I feel worse for Drake London orders, aka myself, than I do for like Kyle Pitts. Like I like. I saw Kyle Pitts on draft boards. Not to, like, whoever has Kyle Pitts, like, we'll just, like, you know. Shout out to Tim. We'll just, like, yeah. Tim. So we'll just, like, talk about it now. Like, it's, I, I, I just, like, he was on draft boards this year. Like, I don't know what draft capital Tim spent on uh, on Kyle Pitts, but, like, 
it must it had to have been like i don't know sixth seventh round at least and i just like we saw this last year like he didn't have good production last year and like and then like this like, we had he was so hyped last year and then this year like it's the same, similar, not quite the same hype, but, like, similar hype. Like, oh, like, you know, bounce back here just because, like, people are desperate. They'll just, like, they'll just, like, have just Pollyanna, just delusions of optimism on the tight end landscape because it's so bad. I, and it's just, like... I will say, but like, Kyle Pitts... Like, they, had... did, they, 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 didn't, they didn't upgrade quarterback. They didn't upgrade quarterback. Yeah. Like, it's this, like... I don't, I don't get why we thought, like, Kyle Pitts was going to work. I, I will defend Kyle Pitts a little bit. He had over 1,000 yards last year as a rookie tight end, which is kind of insane. Uh, as For fantasy, he was really hurt by only having one touchdown last year. Like, that was a big part of it. But he did finish with over 1,000 yards. Unfortunately, he is currently on pace for, like, 400 receiving yards, and he still only has the, the one touchdown. So, yeah, it's not great uh, for the Kyle Pitts owners uh, or the Drake London owners, as we're talking about with yeah, feels bad. Yeah, sorry, Tom. Your team was just bad. Like, there's nothing to talk about. Yeah. Well, slash your slash slash your team was on by. Um. Yeah. Shout out uh, to Taysom did you see, Hill. Did you see? Did Did you see this picture of? Uh, oh yeah, Taysom Hill. Good cut. Good call. Good catch. His name and uh, the other Hill just kind of blended together. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say, did you see that picture of Najee Harris standing next to Jalen Waddle? I did not know. Look it up. It's really funny. Najee Harris is just, like, way bigger than you, like, realize. Uh, Jalen Waddle's probably, like, 5'10", like, 180 or something. Right. And Najee Harris looks like, looks about 6'4", <laughs> six, six, he looks like fucking LeBron James. This is pretty funny. It's, like, partly, like, uh, Najee is just a bit closer to the camera. Uh, That's yeah, part of it, It's clear too, that yeah. he is a good deal bigger than Jalen Waddle. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so look, look, look that up. It's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, we can move on. All right. Um, next game in the list is oof, Jay, Jay versus, Jay versus uh, Ethan. Yeah. Ethan. This Another a, snoozer. Ooh, yeah. this will save us some time. <laughs> lowest, um, lowest scoring game here, of the week. You take you take Jay. I'll take Ethan. All right. Uh, yeah, Jay's team. He he got a really nice week out of Austin Eckler, who I think is like RB two now. Um, he's had four really great weeks in a row after starting the season pretty slowly. Um, yeah. Otherwise, like kind of a tough bye week. For Jay too, in a weird way, like he had, he has two tight ends on his roster, Higby and Goddard. They were both on bye this week. He chose to keep both of them, uh, and then started Daniel Bellinger, who did not do anything, and then like got poked in the eye, and oh, no. like his eye socket got fractured. Like it looked really painful, <laughs> like looked really bad. <laughs> like he had to like go to the hospital. <laughs> um, so he was, uh, yeah, he was out for the game after that. Um, yeah, also around Jay's team, like Damian Harris is the backup in New England now, um, which is a pretty tough break because uh, he doesn't have a ton to fill with from the bench. Uh, like Rondell Moore like, shouldn't really be starting. Keenan Allen was back, which is good, but he didn't do much of anything. He didn't play a whole ton. Um, it just seems like they were trying to kind of have him on a pitch count there, and when they got behind, they pulled him. So. Yeah, not a lot of arrows trending up for Jay. It's, it's funny, like, all of those were negative comments, but Jay won this game. Um, yeah, it was just, it's one of those games, you know? Yeah. Uh, can I say something? I, I'm annoyed that we use, not to be, like, whiny, but, like, why do we use the word pitch count in football? Why don't we say snap count? Like, uh, it's... Well, snap count is already a thing, right? Like, when you, when the quarterback is, like, 
what, you know, when you're using timing to uh, deliver the snap instead of... Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that's a snap count, right? I think yeah. so. Yeah. So you got to call it something else. Uh, and, you know, in the grand tradition of just applying baseball phrases to everything, um, you can just do that with this, too. All right. All right. I, 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 uh, I acknowledge. Uh, anyway, uh, Ethan's team, Dak uh, made his first start, had a very uh, Cooper Russian uh, stat line <laughs> of uh, um, 200 yards and a, and, and a touchdown. Um, and no interceptions. And, that, and no interceptions. This is very Cooper uh, uh, Jay really needed, or excuse me, Ethan really needed the Dak Prescott CD Lamb stack to work out. It did not. Um, Amon Ra on Ethan's team got hurt, which is a big rip. Um, it says he did not suffer a concussion. Yeah, that's, uh, that's but, a positive, you know, not a concussion. So, so he's probably playing this week. Yeah, Always so he, he um, yeah, the Lions got their, uh, they're they're playing the the Dolphins. Okay, I gotta support my Lions. Gotta support my old coworker. Um, big news from Ethan's team. Uh, like the only bright spot, Brees Hall. Uh, this one makes me really sad. Like, yeah, Brees Hall was so good. Um, pour one out for uh, Connor and Noah. Um, the the Cyclone, great. Um, it's um, yeah, that's tough. Like like imagine if Mo Ibrahim was like tearing up the NFL, <laughs> and then and then just like towards ACL. Yeah, um, yeah, was he was sad. he was cruising for uh, offensive rookie of the year. It sure seemed like uh, the Jets. Oh, he I think, was a sh- he was a sh- who else would it be? Yeah, right. Um, the Jets, I think, had a really good chance at having both offensive and defensive rookies of the year with uh, Sauce Gardner on defense as well. So has he been playing well? Yeah, he's been killing it. So, Hell yeah. yeah, that makes me so happy. Um, so yeah, definitely. We need a, we need more we need more Sauce Gardner updates. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll, we'll toss him in there. Um, yeah, the Brees Hall thing is rough. I mean, Ethan is pretty doom and gloom about his team right now. <laughs> I mean, like, Corey Davis also got hurt in this game, so it was like three guys uh, all at once, basically. So, And, you know, he did not have, like, a ton of depth to begin with. <laughs> so Yeah. Dude, go. Evan, someone's, someone's got to name their team next year. Someone's got to name it Sauce Island, right? Sauce Island? Do you get it? Fair enough. Yeah, Revis Island. Yeah. Revis Island? Yeah. That'd be pretty. I would hate it. Um, am I am I a genius? How is no how how has no one said that yet? That's such a dope. Name. You gotta do it. I think it's just anyway. sauce lends itself to so many possible names that you could just go anywhere with it. You know. I guess. Um. Yeah. As Ethan pointed out in the group chat, like his team got hurt a lot, and um, yeah, are we gonna? Ethan is now two and five. Uh, as Evan pointed out, we are halfway through the regular season, which means it's time to start uh, uh, axing some teams from, uh, you know. So uh, this week, two, Ethan's 2-5. Two and five. you you got to imagine that this is a, a must-win I, I will uh, say, week for um, Ethan that here. Ethan right now is uh, on points scored pretty close to a playoff spot. Like if, uh, oh, I guess. Joe right now holds the wild card. Um but if Joe were to uh, move up into the top seven, then Ethan would be the next man up uh, for wild card. So he's definitely still in contention. It's just hard given what has happened to his roster in the last year yeah. or two. Yeah, Evan, you're going to have to start getting those uh, dust off the old uh, playoff odds. Uh, uh, I have sim- them. Sim- Do you want to like... <laughs> I, I think it's, Evan, I think it's, I think it's uh, maybe if we have time at the end. Okay, okay. Uh, 
we'll we'll give that for we'll get that we gotta get people to listen next week. You know. Yeah. True. True. Got to tease them. All, my, our listeners need to be teased a little more. Otherwise, yeah, they, sure. you know, they they don't they don't listen. All right, um, we got anything else with Ethan? Uh, no, it's just Brees. That's tough. I don't. I we might be able to axe Ethan's team just because of the Brees Hall thing. Yeah. I guess he, he has Diggs. Yeah, Diggs. So Diggs was on yeah, by. That was tough. High. Yeah. That was tough for Ethan. Like he probably just uh, yeah. wins this game if Diggs is active. You know. <laughs> but it's just tough. It's tough for Ethan because this whole team is his whole team at the. He doesn't have any running backs. Yeah, like right. Like his his currently healthy running backs are Sony Michelle, Jalen Warren, Jarek McKinnon, and Deion Jackson. Like that's not where you want to be. I um, yeah, Ethan needs Ethan needs help. Um, but I don't know. Like, I like it doesn't help. Ethan, like I don't know. Maybe maybe I if Ethan traded C D Lamb for like a tier three running back. <laughs> kind of thing, like I like I won't speak to currently ongoing trade talks but you know there there are there are deals to be had because Ethan well, does just, have a lot of good wide receivers like yeah so I mean like so like you, you trade C.D. Lamb for um a guy like Ramondre Stevenson sure yeah like that like that might be like because Ramondre Stevenson not quite the same tier he's probably a tier below but like Ethan needs running backs you know right right but he's also he also likes I, he, I like that stack though so maybe you give up is trade Diggs for wait, two starting wait, running backs? You can't. You can't trade Diggs for two. I think you can. It, de- it depends who they are. Are <laughs> they are they does. Michael? Are they Michael Carter and fucking that Texans guy? <laughs> Is it two of my bench running backs? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's move on then. Uh, are you offering him? Oh, if you're giving him high, I mean, Diggs, Diggs has not been mentioned. No. Are you are you offering are you are you offering like Hunt for uh, I had, Hunt to, for I had to take I had to take Hunt off the table because he might get traded in real life, uh, which could like drastically change his value. So um, we're holding until that happens. But you know, there you go. Um, yeah, let's let's do our next game. Uh, Andrew versus Ryan was this one. Uh, yeah, can we just keep do? Can we just keep doing the you take one, I take the other thing? It seems to be working. Okay, it, it, it's not gonna it's not gonna take longer, right? <laughs> right. Um, I, I noted in the chat before uh, this week that this matchup was Andrew's team, Joe's daddy against Ryan's team, just daddy. Uh, and Andrew has today uh, updated his team name to Granddaddy, which is good. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that joke. Um, it, so yeah. it it. It it is Andrew is doing a very good job. I actually didn't really catch the granddaddy thing until yeah. I saw like his name next to. That's I saw his, I saw Andrew in the standings as granddaddy. I didn't really get it, but now that I yeah, I so, forgot uh, that he played Ryan this week. So yeah, Andrew wins this one, eighty-eight to seventy-one. Uh, moves up to five and two. Ryan down to four and three. Uh, yeah, for Andrew's team, which I guess I'll take. Uh, great day from the Bengals. Uh, Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd both put up above 20 points uh which is hard to do for two wide receivers from the same team i think boyd had like almost all of his points in the first quarter um which is impressive and then chase had a couple long touchdowns later in the game so andrew was able to get away with starting deandre swift who has not played in the game since week three uh (laughs) so that was just fine he also had no points from his entire bench so i guess there were no options you know there 
However, however, he still has an empty bench spot. Yeah, yeah, that is very true. Um, the waiver does exist. He, there are other players. So his, so his bench, his bench potential could have been exactly equal to whoever the best flex waiver guy was this week. Yeah, uh, he could have won this game by more if he had wanted to. Um, he did get a nice performance from Deontay Foreman, uh, the Panthers kind of starting running back. Uh, it seems like it's sort of a committee there with him and Chuba Hubbard at the moment, but both those guys were pretty good in their first game without McCaffrey. Uh, and I'm sure we'll talk about that trade when we get to Quinn's team. Um, but yeah, Foreman had 15 carries for 118 yards, uh, plus 27 through the air. Go Panthers. They beat the Bucks somehow. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, was was Foreman was, already owned, or did Andrew like? Yeah, did Andrew, Andrew had him the whole time. Uh, yeah, Andrew drafted him 14th round and held on to him, so it worked out. Uh, I think um, he's going to be reasonably startable. Evan, can I ask you a question? Yeah, I've noticed this. So you said you say Deont you said Deontay Foreman. Uh huh. Is it not Deonta Foreman? There's no E. Yeah, I I think it's Deontay. We do the, we we do this with Devon. Devonta Smith too. I say Devonta, you say Devonte, but like there's no E. That one is Devonte, isn't it? Devonte Smith. But it, there, but there's no E though. It, it ends in an A. Well, you know, it's the English language is tough. Uh, I want to call out Pro Football Reference for not having player name pronunciations when Baseball Reference does have that. You know, it's like get your shit together, guys. Um, That's fair. Um, I would I would go on a tangent, but I've been told that. My tangents are not appreciated, so uh, let's keep it. Let's keep it focused, Evan, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, oh yeah, I was gonna talk about Ryan's team. LOL. Um, Trevor Lawrence, eighteen points. Zeke, eighteen points. James Robinson, or no, this is not James. Oh, wait, James Robinson's on the Jets now? Oh yeah, Ben, you didn't hear? Yeah, James Robinson what? got traded to the Jets. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. Unfortunately, Ryan had to deal with this game where he just didn't get a single touch uh, in his last game as a Jaguar. Because they wanted to get hurt. They probably already had maybe? this trade. Like, yeah, that, that, well, that can't be true because like, this Jets trade was precipitated by the oh, Hall oh, injury, which happened duh, at the same duh. time as the Jaguars game. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's just like, it sounds like they were probably ready to face him out for Etienne anyways. Um, yeah. And it fits nicely. Now Robinson will presumably be the starter for the Jets, um, or at least, you know, sharing it with Michael Carter. Him, him, him and Carter will split it. Yeah, I'm going to guess that Robinson will be the lead, at least once he gets established uh, in New I don't, York. Carter, I have Carter I have Carter in other league, and he has been reasonably efficient with his, yeah. Yeah, he's his not bad. Seven, 7 to 10 touches a game this yeah. year. I actually think that's a pretty good duo of running backs uh, for the yeah, Jets. Yeah, I like it too. Yeah, I like I like I like the Robinson cart. I like it too. Yeah. Um, at, any, uh, at any rate, I think it's better for Robinson that he's not on the Jags anymore. Uh, better for oh, his I fantasy agree. value. So, well, the well the Jets clearly like to run it. Right. You know, like yeah. with, with the Jag with the Jags, it's a little different because you put all this draft capital in Trevor Lawrence. But like the Jets were given work to Brees Hall, right? Like, right. Yeah. and they're going to be given work to Robinson and and uh, and Carter if they can. You know, if the game scripts work out right, right. Um, yeah, I think I think you like, and also you get to live in New York now <laughs> instead of Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, so um, that's 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 about all I have left. I mean, Ryan scored seventy one. It was bad. There's not much else to talk about. Yeah, kind of a tough bye week for Ryan too. No Jalen Hurts. Yeah, missing Jalen Hurts and Justin Jefferson. So that's 
you know. And Irv Smith, man, that's tough. <laughs> and, and Irv Smith. Uh, so yeah, kind of a tough week for Rye. Uh, but he's still, what is Ryan, fourth in the standings? So he's looking strong. Yeah, I jumped him. No big deal. No big deal. All uh, right, should we move on? Yeah. Our next one here, uh, Quinn versus Quinn, Tim. Quinn, Tim. Uh, Quinn takes this one 80-65, to 65, moves up to 3-4. and four. Tim down at 1-6 and six in last place. Uh, pull one out for Tim. Um, yeah, um, I'll take I'll take Quinn. All right. Um, Mariota. <laughs> <laughs> Why did, why did Quinn start Mariota? Because Quinn's quarterbacks, Mariota's the only quarterback on the roster. Like, he's switched between, like, Mariota and, like, Carson Wentz, who is not an option anymore. I, I, I would be surprised if Taylor Heineke doesn't start a game for Quinn this year. So, you know, we're in that level of quarterback on this team. Hey, don't slander Taylor Heineke. He got a dub this week. <laughs> that, that is very true, yeah. My, uh, my coworker um, who sits next to me is a Washington fan. Uh, and it's really yeah. This is Taylor Heineke guy. Yeah, we all, the he pod loves, loves Taylor Heineke. Yeah, the pod loves Taylor Heineke guy. Yeah, he's like super out on Wentz or any other quarterback they can put up. Uh, just loves Heineke, so he's back in on Washington. Was 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 yesterday fun? Victory Monday for this guy that oh, loves yeah. Heineke. Well, so I also like beat his ass like really badly in fantasy in work league this week. So you know, this toned down because of that. But. Um, do you go in, Do you go into the office every day, even during the off season? Uh, not quite every day. Like usually three or four times a week. So okay. How about this week? Like, what's your schedule? Um, well, I'm moving today. I just finished the move. Uh, oh yeah, shit! How'd that go? It's good. New apartment is good. I actually I think it's a big upgrade. So that's that's nice. good to have. Um, so yeah, I didn't work. I'll have today. to come visit. Did that? Oh yeah, anybody's welcome. Um. Yeah, I went in yesterday. I'll go in tomorrow. I'll go in on Thursday, and I'm probably not. Actually, I'm taking Friday off too, so it's a, it's an easy week for me. <laughs> Anyways, okay. um, for Quinn's team. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, Quinn. Mike Will Mike Williams scored 14, but he had a really nasty ankle sprain. Yeah. Uh, the, the the Chargers are uh, definitely glad they have a bye week. Cause did you did you see this ankle? I didn't actually Mike, see it. Um, it's bad. It's like I, if you're if you're queasy, I wouldn't I wouldn't watch it. Yeah, it it's, sounds it's, like it's he's not, probably it, headed yeah. to IR. It's never what you want to hear, but yeah, he's definitely going to IR. Um, yeah. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know why you wouldn't like your buy is in here. Well, I guess he's really good. And right. I guess and you. <laughs> they play Kansas City. They play Kansas City week eleven. Maybe they want. They, maybe if you see if he's back for that game, you might need him. Um, right. Because they're in the same division, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that might be a big game. Yeah. Uh, you probably you probably just wait it out and hope that he because I that that's that's going to be an important game. Right. Uh, yeah. The biggest news on Quinn's team: Christian McCaffrey uh, traded to the Niners. Uh, I think Christian McCaffrey is like the most fantasy relevant player who's like ever been traded in season. Um. Like, I can't think of any comparable guys. Like, a few years ago, Jay Ajayi got traded in the middle of the year. And I, I think he was getting drafted, like, second round that year or something. Yeah. Other than that. Yeah. I just got Jay Ajayi. When you said Jay Ajayi, my mind was thinking Joseph Adai. Oh, I was oh, like, I, And I was like, wait, we did not have this week when Joseph Adai was. <laughs> we did not, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking up Ajayi. So Ajayi got traded from the Dolphins to the Eagles uh, 
in the season following a year where he had 1,300 yards and eight TDs. So he was like probably a first-round draft pick uh, and then got traded in the middle of the year. Was, uh, that the, was that the year I drafted him in both leagues when he sucked? It's quite possible, yeah. He really only had like one really good year in his career and one other okay year and no other years where he played basically at all. Extremely short there was, there was There was one year in fantasy. It was like whatever the year was after he had his first really good year. Right. I drafted him first over not first over I drafted him first round in both of my leagues yeah. and he was a total bu- it, it, it just made my whole life he scored one touchdown it, that year <laughs> it, it made my it made my whole season miserable in both leagues and from that moment on I decided I will never draft the same player in the first round in both of my leagues I like I don't I don't care I I, I know that that's not necessarily sound logic but yeah, I was I like yeah I would it was just such a shitty like having your first round pick be a total bust from start to finish in both of your leagues, it was just like, ugh, it was so annoying. That whole yeah, year right. sucked. Um. Yeah. Anyway, enough enough J enough J talk. Um. Are we done with Quinn's team? He scored eighty points. It was fine. McCaffrey was big news. McCaffrey getting traded for. Uh, did they give up too much, Evan? Uh, you know, I can never really figure out what these draft picks are worth. So like, I don't know. It's probably fine. It seemed it seemed fair. They got a second, third, and fourth this year, and uh, and a and a fifth in twenty twenty four. I think something it, like that. It is kind of funny. Like the Niners always have a good rushing offense with like these random ass like seventh round draft picks, and now for they like guys, yeah. traded a bunch of picks for like the best running back. And it's like, did we have to do this? Like, <laughs> it doesn't seem like this was necessary for the functioning of this offense. On the other hand, maybe he'll just like win MVP now or something. You know, he'll just like go and see. Yeah, the, yeah. The argument could be if like if they can do what they do with the the Jeff Wilsons and the Raheem Mostert's of the world, right? Then like what can what can they do with like an actual good running back? Yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I do. Yeah, had a good week. Hopkins, back, Hop, Hop, Hopkins. Hopkins first game back. Yeah, uh, he had fourteen uh, targets in his first game of the season. Yeah. Yeah, fourteen thirty. That was pretty good. Um, uh, I don't have much else. Can we can we move on to Tim? Yeah, let's do it. Um, yeah, uh, rough week for Tim. Sixty-five. Yeah, bad week from. <laughs> it's just everyone was bad this week on everyone's team. <laughs> um, Joe Mixon. Are the are the are the Cincinnati Bengals back, Evan? They look Bur- pretty back. Uh, Burrow had a good. People were out on Burrow, you know. Yeah, Burrow especially is is back for sure. We'll get to that with Joe's team, but yeah, Mixon. I have Mixon in other league, and he's been, like, pretty bad this year in real life, it seems like. Like, very inefficient. The O-line sucks. Uh, but for fantasy, they're just handing him the ball often enough. That it's paying off. He's scoring touchdowns occasionally. It's definitely working in fantasy, but not in real life. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, that was about it on Tim's team. Yeah, Sorry, Tim. Not a whole ton going on. Uh, I love Derek Carr. He got, he got fucking smacked. Uh... Was that he came back? My th- yeah. Or did he come Carr, back? Carr was out of the game for like a few plays in the first quarter, which I thought was really funny because Tim has literally had like three different QBs leave the game for good in the first quarter of this season. Uh, but Carr came back. He you know wasn't anything special, but I think uh, yeah, you'll take that over a, a zero point game, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, elsewhere on on uh, on Tim's team. Uh, DJ Chark update. Um, 
DJ Chark got placed on injured reserve. And um, Tim is already Tim already has the guy in his injured reserve spot. So Tim, I think um, DJ Chark it's a super valuable asset. It's worth um, eating a eating a bench spot if you're if you're Tim. Um, <laughs> I love how like DJ Chark has missed like three straight games anyways, and only now are they putting him on IR. They they like got through their bye week and they're like, fuck, like DJ Chark is still <laughs> injured. Like, and then they're like, well, I guess we got to put him on IR. Uh, but yeah, Tim already has a Lions wide receiver on IR, so he's really uh really bogged down there. Um. But I, but Tim has but Tim has Derek Carr now, so jokes on jokes on me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The guy that he would have traded DJ Chuck for, anyways. Uh, this Tim, is my, this is my play, favorite Tim, ongoing Tim's story play, line of the bond this year. <laughs> Tim's playing chess, you know. He got Derek Carr for free. <laughs> yeah, he said Porque no los dos. <laughs> All right. Um, uh... <laughs> I, I I I hope tw- I hope Tim hangs on to DJ Chuck for the rest of the season. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's uh, let's do our next game. Um, next one. Is uh, Joe Noah. Joe versus Noah. Um, Joe uh, squeaks by with the weekly bonus on Monday night. Uh, what half a point more than Henry? One hundred twenty-seven point three four, and Noah uh, loses with eighty-nine points. Noah couldn't quite get to the ninety that he needs to guest star on the show, so uh, pour one out for Noah. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. He was so close. Yeah, he, he really was. Um, he made a late charge, too, because Justin Fields had a nice game on Monday night. Um, at any rate, Joe moves up to 3-4. and four. He's in the wild card spot right now, also in eighth anyways. Um, and Noah moves down to 4-3, and three, I think, despite being second to last in points scored still. Um, for oh. Joe, uh, another huge game for Joe Burrow, who's had over 30 two weeks in a row. He had 39 uh, this week, three passing TDs, a rushing TD, and 480 passing yards. Wow. Uh, that'll do, yeah. It's not bad. Uh, also, a good game from Aaron Jones, who is back? Question mark? Well, he's back for one week, anyways. Pretty rough in week six, but good in week seven. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson has been really good uh, since getting the starting job there, and now that Damian Harris is back, they're still giving it to Stevenson, so that's pretty encouraging for Joe. Uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of good weeks for Joe's team. I mean, like the minimum was was four points for his defense and six points for his tight end. So he had a pretty solid floor this week. Yeah, I think I think if you're Joe, the bit the big news from your team is is Joe Burrow and Ramondre Stevenson. I think those are clearly the two big uh, those are the two big developments. Um, Not to mention on the bench, uh, I just noticed Gus Edwards, who's been in Joe's IR spot the whole year, um, came back and started for them and scored a couple of touchdowns. So, yeah, Joe's, uh, Joe's looking good. good yeah, right now. Um, yeah, Gus Edwards and Ramondre Stevenson having, like, like, like my team, like uh, Kenneth Walker and um, uh, Etienne are kind of kind of taken off a little bit. Joe's yeah. kind of got a couple of, couple of dogs that are matching that. Uh, yeah, I, I want the record to show, uh, like, I am much more afraid of Joe's team than I am of Henry's team. I actually right agree. I'm, I'm with you on that. Like, I look at this roster, and the only real weakness is tight end, which, like, I don't know, everyone's weak at tight end, basically. Um, so, yeah, I, it's good. It's definitely rounding into shape right now. Christian Kirk, Christian Kirk, you know he had a week, few weeks. Um, I obligatory you hate Christian Kirk, but he had a good week. Yeah, 
Yeah, he's been um, good. I mean, I had to I had to face it. You know, Christian Kirk has been, uh, you know, an every week starter in fantasy this year. So. Seven receptions, ten targets, ninety six yards. Um, and yeah, I mean, Montgomery double digits, Aaron Jones double digits, Olave double digits, Dante Adams was right there. Um, I I do want to shout out the Kansas City Chiefs propaganda department for like releasing to Twitter that Isaiah Pacheco was going to start at running back this week, like on Sunday morning. Uh, shout out to Joe for being up early enough in Central Time uh, to pick up Pacheco before anyone else. Um, but then he also only played 30% of the snaps in this game and got eight carries. So it didn't actually matter that much. <laughs> but, you know, it was fun while it lasted. The, like, three hours where Joe thought that he had just scooped, like, the Chiefs starting running back who was going to get 20 carries or whatever, uh, it was good. Yeah, I I mean, yeah, kudos to Joe for um, for that pickup. I'm going to look up. I'm going to look up when exactly it was again. As I remember, uh, like I was awake. It was like nine a.m. Eastern, and this says this says six fifty-five a.m. Yeah, outside, so it was on, like on Sunday early. Um, you know, it's nine a.m. Eastern, it's eight a.m. Central. Like on a Sunday morning, like that's that's an early call. So, and then you've got to like be on Twitter. You know, like <laughs> you've got to be in the know. You can't just be like sitting around. Well, no, but Joe, Evan, it was seven a.m. Central. Seven a.m. Central. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. So. Good for Joe. Good for Joe. Um. Yeah, I don't oh, know yet. Oh, uh, Jay just dropped. What uh, Jay Jay dropped a couple of guys uh, Ooh, a few hours ago. If anyone wants any New York Giants passing game options, they are now available. <laughs> oh, Henry dropped Samaj P. Ryan. <laughs> I love people doing the early drop as a little like uh, it's like a little breadcrumb, you know? It's like <sighs> here you go. Like, does anyone want this? And then like the crows like start pecking at it, you know? Um, it's like, you know, baby savior waiver priority for Samaj Pira. <laughs> yeah. I don't quite know what Jay's angle is, but, you know, whatever. I have fallen for that before, and I don't know if that was someone else. I don't know if that's someone else, like, playing, uh, like, checkers with or playing chess with me. But yeah. I, I, have, I, have I have absolutely done the, um, the thing where you hold on to your waiver thing to get someone right. who got dropped like on monday or yeah, tuesday you're just, like hoping that there's a guy yeah i love it um, um all right we got anything more on joe's team uh no gus yeah i mean gus edwards was back after uh missing like the whole season up to this point had a big week had a had a, a bunch of carries and a bunch of yards but yeah we can keep going sweet um yeah for noah his best week of the year 89 points um let's see Man, Justin Fields was good. He had a good game. Like, even in real life, if they beat the Patriots, uh, scored 33 points in that game. Justin Fields had 23 fantasy points, including 82 yards on the ground. So that was that was fun to see. Um, you know, I guess, do we think Noah's going to start Justin Fields uh, going forward instead of Russell Wilson? That's a good question. Like, probably. Like, probably he should do that, right? <laughs> um... Oof, that's tough. This is with Fields, like, so Fields has had three straight games of at least 17 points now, which, you know, that's pretty solid. Um, you know, let's not talk about what happened before then. But yeah, you get enough, like, if you're getting 40 rushing yards a game or something, it's not that hard to be a reasonable fantasy quarterback, which it seems like he might just do most weeks. So. Let me see what, uh, let me see what the rankings have right now. Um... 
The rankings are saying Justin Fields, 19. And where is Russell Wilson? Well, Russell, Russell Wilson, Wilson, I think, is way... probably still questionable for this week because oh, he missed uh, week seven with injury. Oh, yeah, these are weekly rankings, so they're going to be, yeah. Right. They're gonna take uh, it does sound like they are now optimistic that he will play. Uh, the Broncos are in London this week playing the Jags, so it uh, could be a nice little, you know, wake up and turn on the Broncos-Jaguars game. Nothing quite like I, that. I would say in the rankings, like, if Russell Wilson is healthy, like, he jumps Zach Wilson, he jumps P.J. Walker, he jumps Pickett, he jumps Davis Mills. I would say he jumps Heineke. Yeah. He jumps Jacoby Brissett, he jumps Andy Dalton. But then you get to, the next guy is Ryan Tannehill, and then the guy after that is Justin, like, going up. Yeah. Ryan Tannehill, then Justin close. Fields. And close. so I would say he's, like, right there in the Ryan Tannehill, Justin Fields, Russell Wilson. Yeah. He, he throws, throw Stafford in there. Fields, um, Fields is playing at Dallas this week, which feels like a game that the Bears will score three points in. Um, so that's not great. But yeah, I think if you're if you're Noah, it's tough. But you just got to guess the matchup. I think Fields and Wilson, I think, are right next to each other if they're right. if they're both healthy. And play the weather too. Ooh, I like it. Like, well, like one guy plays. London? Huh? <laughs> what's the weather in London for the Broncos game? Oh, is that when the they're the Browns? I was just yeah. saying because one guy plays in Chicago and the other guy plays in Denver. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be worth uh, yeah. checking out. Checking they, got out. A, um, they got a new prime minister over there, Ben. He's going to get to watch Broncos-Jags. Yeah, Indian guy. Yeah, yeah. Pretty uh, interesting. Also, uh, kind of an American, so that's good. that's good for our brand. Is he really? Yeah, he like went to Stanford. Like he apparently held a U.S. green card until last year, uh, which I think is pretty hilarious. <laughs> and then like somebody noticed and he had to give it up because it like doesn't look good if it seems like he might just leave the U.K. at any point. Um, yeah. But yeah, now he's the prime minister. So there you go. Um, yeah. Elsewhere on Noah's team, like you know, pretty solid week from a few guys. He got a really nice bounce back from DJ Moore, who's had a rough year so far this year. Um, but with P.J. Walker, at quarterback, he had 70 yards and a TD. I think maybe without McCaffrey, you could kind of squint and say, like, well, he gets a lot of passing game work, so T.J. Moore might be able to do more now. Uh, yeah, that's what I was – I mean, I think – and I think there's – what do you want? Smoke to the fire, whatever you want to – like, I think – I have a feeling – no, I mean, no McCaffrey. Like, like they're, they have to give it to someone – you know it seems like too that dj moore might get traded um although i guess there were reports here on the fantasy page that says like he's not going to whatever um i think usually when wide receivers get traded mid-season that's a pretty bad thing for their fantasy draft stock yeah hard to incorporate those guys into a game plan in the middle of the year not like with running backs um, unless he unless he goes to a place like Green Bay where they have Aaron Rodgers, like right. Aaron Rodgers and DJ Moore could click in like two seconds. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be. Yeah, it definitely depends on the situation. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe he's just a PJ Walker's guy. You know, PJ to DJ. Dude, it made me so happy that PJ Walker had such a good game. <laughs> yeah. Um. I was I was just going to see what oh Green Bay doesn't have a bye till week fourteen. Um, uh, that's kind of weird. Anyway. Um, yeah, I'm really happy for PJ Walker. They beat the Broncos, like, or excuse me, the Buccaneers. Like that, that rocks. Like the Buccaneers are a dumpster fire. They lost to the worst team in football, who had just traded their star running back. And PJ Walker's like, "Bitch, hold my beer," 
and he just got. I love PJ Walker so much. Shout out Temple. Go yeah. Owls. Did you see the um, thing that uh, so PJ Walker and Taylor Heineke both played in the XFL in 2020, and this last weekend they beat Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. I was aware that both Brady and Rodgers lost in kind of ba- yeah. badly, Incredible. but I was not aware of the, the XFL connection. No. Yeah. Um, that is fun. Um, God, I'm on week eight. Sorry. I'm trying to figure it out here. All right. Um, Raheem Mostert. Interesting. Yeah, Mostert had a pretty nice game. Uh Scored 17 fantasy points. Uh, yeah, continues his full takeover. I think we can just we can stop mentioning it every week on the pod now. I can stop mentioning it. But. Yeah, I Mostert's interesting. Like this, his little blurb, his little write up seems to be pretty rosy. They're like they're saying his recent workload, you know, it keeps Mostert in the borderline RB one discussion. I think that's a little aggressive. Uh, I don't know if I would put Raheem Mostert as, you know, yeah. would you rank him as a top 12 running back, Evan, next week? He'd be on that borderline. I mean, he's getting 15 carries a game, like, pretty consistently. Um, for a decent enough offense, uh, it's definitely not a yeah, great but one, but I, yeah. I just they don't, do say I, borderline, which I would generally agree with. Like, borderline RB1 feels about right. I mean, the running backs have been weak this year. Like, we've been talking yeah. about it all year. Like, it's just, there aren't that many guys you can really trust. Well, well I guess, I, all right, let's just, let me go to the, let me go to the old, uh, the old player list. Um, let's run through it. We haven't had any, well, I guess we've had buys, so it's kind of, yeah, kind of fucks, kind of fucks with it. Um, but, like, not that many teams have been uh, on by. Um, I will say, as of right now, he is RB24, but that includes a few weeks where he was splitting pretty heavily with Chase Edmonds. Well, then, but, like, that's his fault for being bad enough that he has to split with Chase Edmonds. Though. Well, but he's not going to be doing that going forward. He's Bro, he is not an RB1. Like, Chubb, Eckler, Barkley, Jacobs, Henry, Brees Hall, McCaffrey, Ramondre Stevenson, Fournette, Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams. Okay, okay. No, all right. J- Jamal Williams, Clyde. Okay, I guess I would put him in Clyde. I can't like, I Clyde is literally RB twelve, which is like, <laughs> yeah, definitionally an, a borderline RB one. And Clyde and Mostert sort have of had like identical seasons. Well, and even much. below this, like you should be able to move up Joe Mixon and Dalvin Cook, and probably Damian Pierce. Uh, yeah, I, okay, yeah, I, I agree. Now I think borderline RB one is strong. He's like an RB two. Yeah, he's a strong yeah. RB two. Uh, but, you know, not bad. I drafted him in the 11th round, so there you go. Yeah. I mean, and, and well, that's not including, like, Walker or Etienne either. Right. There's a bunch of other guys who are kind of, like, in that same area, sort of. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, in that group. Yeah. Uh, but Mostert's an interesting guy. Like, this guy could totally, like, I could see a scenario where Mostert, like, just t- totally takes over and, like, finishes RB like nine or ten just because he has such great volume and he just like i could see that happening but i could also see like him not quite being able to shake off Edmonds and some of these other guys right or even like the dolphins like deciding they don't love this and like trading for someone you know like i could see that too but yeah um i don't well if they trade for someone else then um you know no one's got him right where they he wants them because he has chase Edmonds, you know true 
Oh, never mind. Oh, you meant they trade for someone. I, right, yeah, right. Never mind. I thought you meant they trade away. Not trade to. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I think the the weirdest stat line for Noah's team this week was Mark Andrews, who finished with zero catches uh, and four four rushing yards, um, which is odd. Um, Mark Andrews, not a guy who typically really has down games, but it just sounds like the Browns just said, like, we are not going to allow Mark Andrews to do anything, uh, and he didn't. So it's a bit discouraging, but he's still Mark Andrews. He's still the second-best tight end in fantasy, so wouldn't be too concerned. Yeah, classic Browns trying to be like the Patriots. Yeah, the Ravens um, won the game, so they got the last laugh. Yeah. Uh, all right, do we want to move on? Yeah, are we doing uh, your game or my game first? Uh, we, Evan, we both won this week. We did, yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> That's fun. When was the last time we both won? Yeah, I feel like that week. hasn't happened this year, despite the fact that we're both like almost 500 or right around 500. So. Yeah. Um, let's do let's do your game first. Okay. Um, I'll talk about I'll talk about your team uh-huh. to start. Um, yes, yeah, so I, I guess you know Benjamin I got the win over Connor. Ninety-nine to fifty-three. Oh yeah, maybe I should have said what the score was. I'm, I'm not good. You're, you, you, I realize you, you introduce the, the matchups most of the time. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's got to um, track. No, no, that's no, that's fair. That I, I'm a, I'm a little rusty after my one week suspension. Um, rest versus rust. Right. Um, uh, yeah. So Evan takes it. Ninety-nine fifty-three. Justin Herbert seventeen. Darnell Mooney five. Terry McLaurin thirteen. Edo Benjamin nineteen. Alvin Kamara ten and a half, uh, Kareem Hunt six point eight in the flex, Nick Chubb sixteen in the flex, and Joku uh, had seven. But Evan, bad news, uh. Njoku out a few weeks. Yeah, the Njoku thing is rough, especially because like I also have Darren Waller, but he's hurt too. <laughs> so it's like I have two two startable tight ends for once, which never happens. Yeah, so I feel your pain. I I hadn't. Joku, I, I scooped up in Joku in college league, uh, like I think after week three or something, mm-hmm. and it's been steady from Injoku, and like you finally got the feeling like if you scooped up in Joku, you're like, all right, like I somehow managed to do the thing where you have a scrappy tight end right. coming out of the draft, and then you know you're just crossing your fingers that a guy you throw a dart at week two or week three like pans out. Right. And I thought I had it with Njoku and then this shit happens. I guess yeah. it could be a worse it could be a worse injury, but it's not a great injury. Yeah, it sounds like they're saying two to five weeks, which is a weird time frame. Um, but two weeks would only be one game because they're biasing week nine. So uh, fingers crossed, but yeah, it's it's never a good thing when your tight end is hurt. Hard to replace. Um, yeah, my the f- most fun moment of the week for me was Thursday night football. Um, because I had Eno Benjamin and Alvin Kamara uh, going in that game, and they both did really well. So that was fun. Um, I also had, I just want to brag about this a little bit, I had seven running backs score at least 6.8 points this week. So that was good. I was going to say, all guy are on your bench. It is um, funny, like all these guys, I, I've got like a bunch of running backs who are like Chubba Hubbard. not going to be doing anything in a month, kind of. <laughs> like Algier is just like yeah. going to go right back to the bench once Carroll's back. Um, also, Ben, that guy's name was pronounced Algier, which I can't even, like, I won't blame you for, like, mispronouncing it, because that's a really weird pronunciation of his name. Uh, oh, yeah, fair. it's Algier, uh, for some reason. Uh, Allgaier is so much... 
cooler. It seems like it like should, a... definitely should be Allgaier, and that's what I thought before I like got him on my team and, and heard it a few times. Uh, but yeah, it's a weird one. Uh, I want to shout out Taylor Heineke for resuscitating Terry McLaurin's fantasy season as well. Uh, you know, him, him and Terry have a good connection, so it's good to see. Good to see it back. Yeah. Um. What else? Are you gonna trade any of these running backs? I mean, uh, you had a good week, Evan. You had ninety nine, so like I don't know. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of ran, I kind of ran through it, but like you know, I think, I think, I think, uh, like you said, Terry having a big week that's inspiring, and uh, Eno Benjamin. Yeah. I when's James really, Connor? When's James Connor coming back? Did you already say like, this? Probably this week. <laughs> so, yeah, you know. Looking down, like like I said, Algier probably won't be the starter for too much longer. Like Latavius is already not the starter, so yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's not trending in the right direction. But if anyone wants any running backs who might be useful, um, and who like all scored touchdowns this week, then you know you know who to call because I have no wide receivers who are good. So, <laughs> who was the team that had a bunch of good wide receivers? Ethan and no good Ethan. <laughs> oh. okay. there have been talks. Um, so yeah, for Connor this week, uh, not good. Fifty-three points. You know, I was looking at this, and like we always say with Connor, it's it's the Seahawks that matter. Uh, the Seahawks scored thirty-seven points this week, so you'd think that Connor's team would have done great, but somehow that didn't like go to any of these guys. Uh, Geno Smith had thirteen fantasy points. Uh, Tyler Lockett had four and a half, and DK Metcalf uh, probably tore his ACL. It, I guess they're not ruling him out for week eight yet. That's I, no, I, I heard it wasn't. I heard it wasn't that bad. Not not ACL. All right, he he got carted off. Um, I guess they're saying it won't be surgery. It sure seems like he'll miss some time, and he missed most of this game. Um, only only wound up scoring one fantasy point. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Well, he, he's definitely going to be out through the bye. That's what you would think. Um, that's that's three more games for them before the bye, but. Yeah. DK's your future, man. I think you hold him through the bye. I think it'd be silly. I think it'd be silly to rush him back out there. That yeah, being that's said, like, then, the uh, the Seahawks are leading the NFC West. Were you like, aware I, of that? <laughs> I, I was not aware of that, but like I don't I, I stand I think I, I don't I, I think DK is your is that could that guy could be a cornerstone of your offense for the next ten years. Yeah. I think you, uh, you know, he could have a Calvin Johnson esque career. Yeah, I, I, I think you take care of him. I, uh, you don't I want to situate. You don't want to situate. I mean, didn't Calvin Johnson literally like get pissed at the Lions for like rushing him back from an injury? Yeah. Uh-huh. Wasn't that like? Wasn't that like kind of why he retired? Good times. Yeah. Yeah. So like, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, just a bunch of guys. Like even Tyreek had seven points. Uh, you know, didn't do a whole ton. Like Amari Cooper had seven, and those were like kind of the top performers. So, yeah, yeah, not a whole ton to go around here. Um, yeah, can we pour one out for Matt? I mean, we might as well pour it out for Matt Ryan, Aaron uh, Rodgers, Tom Brady. Well, like Matt Ryan, especially. Uh, you, you, I assume you saw the news that he's just benched now. Um, so yeah, did you, I, I'll take it one step further. Did you see why he was benched? I mean. No, because he's bad, I guess. Not just the, so the 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 uh, the narrative street is saying that uh, Matt Ryan's contract next year, if he can't pass a 
So not just his salary is already guaranteed for next year. This is this is just this is bonuses. If he can't pass a physical, uh, like mid March, uh, the Colts owe him seventeen mil in guaranteed bonuses for twenty twenty three. Like they owe him more. If he cannot, if he cannot pass a mid-March physical, um, so his base salary twelve mil next year is already guaranteed, and they would owe him an additional seventeen if he doesn't pass a mid-March physical. Why is it like that? I, I it's I don't know. That did, like that doesn't make sense. <laughs> why why would they have to pay him more if he was injured? I'm sure that's how they work. Like he, like these these quarterbacks are like trying to protect themselves. Like this, this literally is the reason I think why you ha- try to have that clause inserted in there if you're like Matt Ryan's agent. Yeah. Like, it is, you, know, yeah, you can play, you can you can play my you can play my frail old uh, client, but if you play my frail old if you play my frail old client and he gets injured because he's 37 and 38 on his last leg or whatever, like. Then you are gonna owe him a bunch of money. Doesn't Matt Ryan want to play football though? <laughs> like it, at, seems, at this it point, seems like they're providing the Colts with incentive to not play him, which doesn't seem like what Matt Ryan would want, you know? No, I think like I don't know. And Evan, you're reading. I'm just I'm just delivering the facts, man. Just, Why are you getting uh, mad I've, at me? I've got my I've got my front office goggles on, you know. I was thinking this doesn't make sense. That's not that's not the way you do it. Not not if you were me. Evan, I'm telling you, if you don't believe me, look it up. That's how it's structured. Um, at any rate, it's it's interesting from a fantasy perspective. The Colts are now going with Sam Ellinger, uh, formerly of Texas Longhorn fame, uh, who's a sixth-round draft pick. Like, it just, it's just so bizarre to me that you would pay Matt Ryan this much money. And, like, their offense has been bad. Like, you know, make no bones about it. But, like, I don't know, man. Like, Sam Ellinger? Like, he's not the guy, you know? Like, obviously not the guy. And they're not terrible. Like, they've won three games and tied another. Like, they're 500 right now. Um, like, they're probably in a playoff spot or close to it. Yeah. I just, Evan, I just don't really get it, you know? Evan, when you don't get something, what's the answer? The Utah Jazz? No, when you when you don't get something, why is like why like what's the common what's money. the common denominator? Money, duh. The thing Evan, is, though, like Evan, like, money, money. You know, making the playoffs worth a lot more than seventeen million dollars, probably. So you know, I don't know. It just it, it confuses me a little bit. It, it doesn't it does not look good for, for your Indianapolis Colts. Uh, you know, if you're, if anyone's holding Michael Pittman, you know, you're holding Jonathan Taylor, etc. It, it's probably not a good. But I guess time will tell, you know. Yeah, I, I, I get the feel you, you get the feeling in Indianapolis that there's not really a cohesive uh, a cohesive uh, rapport professionally between uh, Frank Reich, the head coach, and and Jim Irsay, the owner, and whoever the GM is. You yeah. get the feel because because like why would they like the 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 GM or who I don't know I don't know who it was I think it was Reich or I for, I don't even remember who they said it was. Uh, it was not injury related, and they said that, uh, um, like, they didn't use the injury as cover, which they they could have if they were like classy and like you know Matt Ryan's a vet, um, you know they could have just used the injury as a as cover. But then they also went out. Of the, they said they said Ellinger is going to start the rest of the year. Right. Like yeah. Like you didn't it's need weird. to say you did yeah. like you didn't like you didn't need to say that. Right. Like why would you like why would you like if, if I think it's it's clearly very dysfunctional 
from a managerial standpoint, from an ownership standpoint, that front office, like, can Evan, as a, as a front office worker yourself, can you imagine your PR team, like, letting out that, uh, like, a guy is going to be the star? harder like the rest like that like that's like why would you why would you give that to the public yeah yeah i mean <laughs> our front office is specifically known for never leaking anything so yeah we, we love to see it uh, we also have corporate ownership which means the owner doesn't say anything so it's great um yeah i mean it's a weird situation i mean the colts have really like careened wildly between like different old qbs the last few years like it went from philip rivers to carson wentz now to matt ryan like, just ever since Andrew Luck retired, they've just, like, had no long-term plan. And you have to almost wonder if they're just tanking now and they just, like, want to draft a guy and actually develop him and, and go that route because it's been a few years since they've done that. Um, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's all a bit confusing to me, but the Colts. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, you want to uh, you yeah, blow out this candle? Yeah, let's do your game. Um, All right. Uh, uh, do you want to introduce it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so ben, ben takes this one, one hundred eight to forty nine over Nick. Uh, ben now four and three. Nick three and four. Um, yeah. So for Ben's team, uh, great move from Travis Etienne, who is now you know the only running back anyone can name for the Jags. Uh, so that's a good thing going forward. Man, Kenneth Walker, great game. I didn't realize he was this good. I guess we were talking like. Why, why didn't Connor's team do good? The Seahawks did good, and it was because uh, Kenneth Walker did most of it. 170 yards and two touchdowns yeah, there. Man, Titans defense <laughs> feasting on the aforementioned Matt Ryan. Uh, love to see it. Yeah. It was uh, fun. It, yeah. Thanks, Evan. It, it was funny. I, I was kicking myself going into the week. I was trying to decide between streaming because the I usually play Sam Fran's defense, but they had the Chiefs this week. Right. So I couldn't play that. I was thinking about, I was streaming, I was down to Arizona, um, they played on Thursday night, who'd they play? They played the someone. Saints, yeah, it was yeah, high scoring, Although, yeah, they, but they scored two touchdowns, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 and so I was I was trying to decide between, because like, I saw Andy Dalton was probably going to start, right. and I was like, alright, I'm going to probably, I'm gonna, I was trying to decide between Arizona and Tennessee, and once I saw Arizona score like 15 or whatever, I was like, fuck, I should have gone with Arizona, they had those two touchdowns, right? Right. Uh, and then, but then Tennessee somehow outscored them. Yeah, yeah, um, wow. I'm surprised. It's it's really hard to score two defensive touchdowns and only wind up with 17 fantasy points, which is what they got. But yeah, they allowed 34. So that's, <laughs> that's how it happens. happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I liked I liked I liked um, Kenny Pickett performed admirably <laughs> in his in his uh my one my one week that I wasn't gonna play Josh Allen this year like I wanted it to be fun and luckily I got out to enough of a lead on Nick that uh I was able to meme stream uh Kenny Pickett ooh meme stream meme stream look at that we should we should that trademark that shit god damn yeah yeah I will uh, say was Ben that, uh, was that not good so you were holding uh Tua Tagovailoa before you uh meme streamed Kenny Pickett uh and he scored five more points than Pickett. So if you lose out on the playoffs by five points, that's going to be tough. I thought about that for a little bit, and I was like, it's worth it. <laughs> worth it for the meme um, stream, yeah. It's not like, it's not like Tua scored 25-30. Yeah, um, exactly. But yeah, so so Nick, first off, um, I think this is the first time I have uh, – well, yeah, because I was not on last week. Um, Nick, uh, congrats. 
Um, hope, hope looks. I, I saw the I saw the IG uh, honeymoon. Hope it was dope. Um, and shout out to the scheduling guys for giving it to me this week. Uh, it worked out great. Um, I guess it. I guess it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, probably not. Uh, I want to say Ben, like in years past, uh, you you know we've always joked about like oh Evan set the schedule to like make it easy for himself or something. But if I was really smart, I would just schedule guys like the week following their weddings to play me because yeah, like this absolutely. is clearly the market inefficiency. So. Yeah, he left. Uh, Nick left AJ Brown and Dalvin Cook in his lineup this week. They were both on bye. He could have gotten eleven more points and scored sixty instead of forty nine. <laughs> like you were saying, yeah, not uh, not meaningful in the final outcome here, but you know, is what it is. It's the principle, you know. Yeah. Um, I guess I guess in that sort of uh, transition, I guess yeah. There's not much else. Fuck Jonathan Taylor. Jesus, like, God, I'm. So- Fucking Wisconsin, like, fucking, God, God, that shit pisses me off so much. Yeah, not a whole ton to talk about with Nick's team. Um, Yeah, it wasn't a whole ton of great stuff. Like, he has Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. I think that's the story of Nick's team right now. Nick really needs to Um, just like get rid of one of those guys. There's no reason to be holding both of them, you know. Yeah, I mean that's. Who's um who's more in trouble, Evan? Um, the Packers or the or the Bucks? Uh, I think it's the Packers. Uh, the Bucks have the advantage of playing in the worst division in the league. Um, so I think even now they're still in first, uh, even at three and four, uh, tied with the Falcons. So yeah. at least I've got that going for them. Uh, whereas like the Packers, like you know the vikings, vikings are decent is, is the, the vikings tough. are solid yeah yeah like they're a good ways behind already so see i think i'd yeah. rather be the bucks but I, I yeah you make a you make a fine argument that like the bucks because of their division but like it just seems like if you gave aaron Rodgers uh like a dj Moore right now yeah like i think the packers could turn it around yeah, it does seem you know I mean? like, like that, right? Like, I get, like, I feel like they could, t- but, like, with the Buccaneers, man, like, I don't, I don't know how, how they, did you see that game against the Panthers? Yeah, I watched some of the perfect. highlights. I watched some of the highlights. They, they looked like, uh, they looked like the JV, of high school JV team out there. Like, that was, they, yeah. they got, they got smacked by the Panthers. I mean, I don't think we should we should reiterate just to end the pod like the Buccaneers, right? They blown out by the Panthers. The Panthers, guys, who had just traded McCaffrey. Like I, I, I don't, I, I, if I'm assuming that the Packers trade for some kind of halfway decent B list, C list wide receiver, like I, I, I have more faith in the Packers snagging a wild card spot than the, I don't know. Yeah. I guess we should say I, that I, the Packers, I, the Packers beat the Buccaneers head to head this year. So there yeah. it is. Oh, um, anything else with Nick? I don't know. Is Rogers is Rod? Well, Brady is obviously washed. Is Rogers washed? Uh, yeah, I think we can confidently say that. <laughs> that was for Joe if he's still listening. I know he's probably not. That would be unfortunate for Nick's team because he has AJ Dillon and Robert Tunyon in his lineup right now. Uh, so it would be good for him if the Packers were the one of those two teams. Although I guess he also has Mike Evans. He's got a lot of stacks going on with both these guys. But. Yeah. 
Yeah, I will say that Tom Brady's the goat. Can't I? Don't, I don't want to throw too much shade at the goat, but it's just it, it's given me Michael Jordan with the Wizards vibes. Ooh. Ouch. Ouch. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. And, and, and like Michael Jordan, he was fine on the Wizards. It's just he wasn't. He was you know the second best player instead of the goat. You know. Right. Right. Anyways, um, yeah. So put in those waiver claims, boys. Um, yeah, we are officially halfway through the season. Uh. Soon enough, we'll be. Uh, Get into those last few weeks, and people are going to be, you know, fighting, jockeying for for playoff position. Um, yeah, Evan, I started watching Friday Night Lights. Yes. Yeah, I'm so I, excited um, for you. Oh man. I, I I've seen the first uh, the first two episodes. My my goal is to get through the whole series by just like because it's you know Friday Night Lights. I'm going to try to get through it by the end of the school year. I think that's nice. Yeah, that's I think I think I figured I think it's like two episodes a week. It's either I think yeah. I think it's something like it's that. It's reasonable. I I'm um, usually not a guy who watches TV shows very quickly. Um, like that's kind of more my normal pace, like two episodes a week or something. But for whatever reason, with that show, it was just like popcorn. It was just like I watched an episode per day for like a month. And I really I, I really like I I really like how it's edited. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I, I I don't really know I don't know the cinema. Um. Like, I don't know the cinema, like, terms, but it's just how, like, kind of, like, how kind of, like, gritty it is, and, yeah. like, like, raw, like how raw it is, like, it, it feels they very kind realistic, of make, you know, it feels like, more like a documentary, you know, it's yeah, they, like, like, like yeah. it kind of reminds me of, like, how when you watched American Vandal, they, like, try, <laughs> yeah. they, like, tried to make it seem like it was, like, a high school kid, kind of, like, you know, inside access to like what's going on, kind of, and you have, like a high schooler is like filming it. That's like I feel like that's kind of they wanted to seem like there's like a high schooler walking around like being all clumsy with a, with a video, and it and it like makes it seem a little more realistic. Like it makes I don't know. Right. Um, yeah, love that show. Glad you're watching. So yeah, that's my yeah that's my goal. Get through it by the end of the, by the end of the end of the school year. I think I think I think it might be a little over two a week, but anyway, I'll. Uh, I'll get I'll get through it, but uh, queer eyes, full hearts, can't, can't lose. lose.